Welcome, everybody, to the ninth episode of the Greenlight Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Landon Kaler. Your co-host today is Dave Davis. I'm here, boys. Zach, he's better than ever. And today, we're six weeks through the college football season. There's 13 weeks in the college football season. So we're going to take this time to do our halftime. Halfway through the season, predictions, updated picks, our new Heisman rankings, and also some sleeper picks for the second half of the year, and some picks to click. Hey, we have packed slate today. Are you ready to go? I've been waiting for this episode for a while. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into our conference championship picks. We're going to be picking the two teams we think are going to make the conference championship game in each of the Power Five conferences, and we'll also be picking our winner. Are you ready to go, Dave? I am ready. Okay, let's start with the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC. Dave, show me your picks. All right, so for the ACC, I'm always going to pick Florida State to make it. And this is a real toss-up between North Carolina, Clemson, and Louisville. Obviously, North Carolina is a front-runner to make it. But I'm not sure yet because Clemson has showed some sign of life, and obviously Louisville has showed they're a really good team with Jeff Brom in his first year there in Louisville. But I'm going to stay with North Carolina. I was a little inconfident in picking them maybe a couple of weeks ago to make the conference championship, but uh, they really haven't shown any struggles yet. Usually, like, if North Carolina gets out to hot start, they drop a game or two that they shouldn't. But they've shown no signs of uh, letdowns this year. So I'm going to pick uh, Florida State versus North Carolina. I'm going to pick Florida State to win the ACC right now. Dude, I'm not disrespected, but I feel like some viewers be feel pretty disrespected. You didn't even mention Duke in that sentence. Oh, yeah. You didn't even mention Duke. Duke. Duke, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how, that flew right over my head. Well, Duke is 1-0 in conference play, but Riley, Riley Leonard is dealing with some kind of injury. I don't really know what it is. It's a good time they just had their bye week. I don't know if he'll be playing next week, but something to keep your eye on. For my picks, I hate to do the same thing as you did, but I think I have to. North Carolina looked phenomenal last week against Syracuse. If Miami didn't drop that game to Georgia Tech, I would really like to go with Miami here, but I just can't. North Carolina is the safest option. Obviously, Florida State, they're almost locked in there already. I really like Florida State's offense and their defense. They're definitely the best team in the ACC. Louisville, they looked very good against Notre Dame. I really wanted to pick Louisville, but I really just – as I just, if I just look down the rosters, North Carolina just looks better. They look more athletic. They look more physical. They look more ready to compete for an ACC championship. And I really, yeah, I just want to add to they're more talented. Uh, Tez or Walker just got um, deemed eligible from the NCAA, so that's going to be big for Drake May and his and his. Um, oh. Uh, talented receiving core. Tez Walker has been declared eligible, so really pay attention to that. When did that just break, Dave? Uh, about five days ago. It's, it's, not, it's old news now, but 
Yeah. Yeah, transfer receiver. He was supposed to be Drake May's top target this year, but then for some reason NCAA decided to be stupid like they always are and deem him ineligible. But now he's eligible, and we're seeing kind of the same thing with Iowa's Noah Shannon just being uh, clear to practice and hopefully eligible to play in games. Yeah, but then you also have to ask the question, is he – I sure hope he's knowledgeable in the offense tonight. He's stayed in shape, and he's he was preparing to play. But I'm going to go also then Florida State is going to take down North Carolina. I do not think, though, I do not think that both these teams will be undefeated. I think Florida State is going to drop a game sometime in the back half of the season. I haven't liked Florida State a lot, but I think they're going to win the conference just – out of lack of competition, there's not another top 10 team in there right now. Dave. Okay, Dave, show me your Big 12 conference predictions. Uh, this one's going to be pretty obvious in the most common one, Texas and Oklahoma. I think they're going to meet again down the road. And I'm going to pick Texas to get their revenge. I think, honestly, Texas is the better team. I just think the neutral side kind of threw him off. And Oklahoma was obviously very hungry to come back after last year. Um, you got to really look at this. This is a huge rivalry. Games are going to be close no matter what. And I feel like Oklahoma was a little disrespected of what happened to them last year in the Red River rivalry. But um, I just think Texas, you know, um, they, they, they're going to come in hungry. You know, this was supposed to be the year of Quinn Ears. Um, so, uh, I mean, this is really going to just be a toss-up again between Texas and Oklahoma, but I think Texas gets a revenge. Dang, Dade. We have the same picks again. I also have Oklahoma and Texas meeting up again. I think Oklahoma will get through with undefeated. I think they're going to go through unscathed into the conference championship. I yeah. think Texas will run the table. And then yeah. I think Texas – will be Oklahoma. Yeah, it's it gets interesting, too, because now Oklahoma's just inserted themselves with this win in the cultural player conversation. So what happens if both of these two teams come out of the conference both with one loss? It's going to be interesting to see. We'll talk about the playoffs later, but just another thing to keep an mm-hmm. eye on in the Big 12. For sure. It's going to be really interesting. This is one of those years where maybe a two-loss team can sneak in or maybe – it's something crazy. I just have a have a gut feeling something crazy is going to happen on that conference championship weekend. Let's move to the Big Ten today. Show me your picks. Um, Big Ten, this is going to be very interesting coming out of the East, and then coming out of the West is a toss-up between Iowa and Wisconsin. But I think I'm going to go Wisconsin right now. They just look like a more complete team. So, And then on the East side – Man, this is really hard because you got Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State all play each other. It's going to be interesting to see if they both drop a game. Uh, one team goes undefeated and one team drops two or one team loses one. I don't know. There's a lot of scenarios that could happen. But I really like Penn State to come out of the um, East. Out of that, um, coming out of the Iowa game, I was really impe- impressed with Penn State. You can't tell that they have a sophomore quarterback starting in Drew Aller. Their defense is so complete. I, I just think this is Penn State's year. You know, um, Michigan and Ohio State maybe just a tad bit overrated. Michigan's kind of stepped it up in the past few weeks. But I think Penn State's flown under the radar and for a good reason. And I think they're going to surprise everyone when they play 
Ohio State and Michigan, and and they don't even have to win out. They just have to have some stuff happen. They need to win their big games, and that's what I got. And then I got Penn State, obviously, winning versus Wisconsin. The Big Ten Championship has not been fun to watch lately. So I'm going to go with the East in that pick. Yeah, this is the last year the Big Ten is going to be separated between West and East. So hopefully we'll be starting to get more exciting conference championship games out of the Big Ten coming next year. But this year, I'm going to – I was more impressed, let's say. I was more impressed with Ohio State until Louisville killed Notre Dame. And now I'm starting to rethink. I'm Is that Notre Dame team actually a top 15 team in the nation? Is Ohio State's schedule now – is their strength of schedule weaker now that Notre Dame doesn't look to be as dominant? Does Penn State – are they in Ohio State now? I don't know. But I think I'm going with Michigan State. Just kidding, Dave. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Michigan Wolverines. They're going to take down Ohio State. They're going to take down – I think Michigan State is going to lose to Penn State. But I think Penn State's going to drop to Ohio State. And I think it's just going to work out that Michigan is going to get in. But I don't think they're going to be undefeated. And then, obviously, the West, I'm going to go Wisconsin. Iowa, as you said, they just got Noah Shannon back after the NCAA has no clue what they're doing with the gambling stuff. So no one that really knows. But Noah Shannon's coming back for Iowa, but I don't think it will be enough for them to beat Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's just all around a better team. And Iowa's offense just looks lost. And Cade McNamara is out for the year with a torn ACL. So I'm going Wisconsin, Michigan, Wisconsin. I think Michigan will lay into them. And Michigan will win the Big Ten Conference. Dave, let's move to one of the most exciting conferences in college football, the Pac-12. This could be a toss-up, Dave, but let me know your picks. Yeah, this is a big toss-up, but just like many of these conferences, it feels like there's not really a clear favorite in any uh, conference right now. But I'm going to go Washington because I'm really high right there with Michael Penix and what he can do. And then I am going to go uh, just another toss-up here. USC and Oregon. It's between those two, in my opinion. I just don't think USC has a defense to get it done. And I think Oregon and Washington have another rematch in the Pac-12 because they play this weekend. Uh, we'll get to the preview later in the week and give our predictions. But I think even if one of these teams loses, I think they meet each other again just like Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, I just – I don't want to make my prediction this early in the week between for Oregon and Washington. But if they meet again later in the year, I think Oregon is built for a team. They have the experience, but so does Washington. These teams are very complete, but I'm just going to go Washington right now. They have one of the best offenses in the country. They have – Michael Penix Jr. and a Heisman top five contender right now. And I'm just going to pick Washington, but I could definitely see a case for Oregon and maybe even USC. Yeah, this one is going to be close. And I don't, I don't necessarily want to write off Oregon State or teams like Washington State because everybody has the offensive firepower to get it done. So I really – I'm coming into this pot a little unprepared. I haven't necessarily looked down every team's schedule to see who they play. But as I'm – as I just, like, look, 
at these teams. I don't want to write off USC. I know USC's had two really close games with mid teams from this conference in Arizona and Colorado. And Washington has been just their air raid offense. I think they're averaging the most yards per game in the whole nation. I think Oregon's up there. This conference has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ranked teams. They might get eight or maybe even nine teams into a bowl game, which would be the first time since, I think, 2015 to 2017. So this conference is going to be crazy. There's going to be a team that we feel should be in the conference championship game that's not going to be in the conference championship game. There's going to be teams that we feel like are extremely good that are going to maybe come out with three losses from this conference. But my lock, uh, if I had to throw out a lock, I would say Oregon. And then, mm, Oregon's going to be in a championship game. I have no doubt about that. Oh, wow. But as I look at this, as I look at it, Oregon State's kind of catching my eye, Dave. I don't know why. I don't know how. The thing thing is, though, that holds me back on Oregon State, though, it's just their secondary does not look good like it was supposed to at the beginning, like it looked at the beginning of the year. They struggled against uh, uh, Washington State, I believe. And yeah, they're just, I just have doubts. I don't have doubts about their offense, but I have doubts about their defense. And uh, I agree with you on these teams that they all have enough firepower, but it's just the defensive side that I have a question on. I just think Oregon and Washington are maybe better developed defense than everyone else. Yeah, Oregon is definitely has the best defense in the conference by far. But Oregon State doesn't have to play USC. They only have to play Washington and Oregon. They already played Washington State, which they dropped that game, but it was only by three points. But I'm going to go Oregon State. I think Oregon State is going to sneak in, and it's going to be – I think Oregon Oregon State, their rivalry game is week 13. So they're, they're going to be playing back-to-back weeks. But I think Oregon's going to come out of that. But don't be surprised. I'm going to have Oregon only – I do not think they're going to be undefeated. I think they're going to drop a game, whether that's Washington this coming week or that could be USC in week 10, I believe. I think they could lose either of those games. I think they're going to lose one of them. But I think Oregon is going to win the Pac-12 conference championship game. Dave, I drug that out. Quite a bit, but let's. I want to hear from you again. What are your picks for the SEC? Uh, my picks for the SEC is um Georgia versus Alabama, the classic Georgia versus Alabama. I just think Alabama right now they're they're hot right now. Uh, they're really they're really getting things figured out with Jalen Monroe. Their defense is always good. Uh, and then Georgia, you know, I have my questions about them. They're getting stuff figured out. Just had a just destroyed a pretty good Kentucky team coming off a of win versus Florida. Brock Bowers and Carson Beck finally got on page. Uh, Carson Beck had a breakout game. Uh, yeah, I just maybe don't even write out Alabama from the cultural playoff conversation right now, because uh, they look pretty good, uh, beating a very good Texas A&M team on the road. No, it was at home, but still. 
impressive win there. Um, I'm looking at the uh, SEC West right now, and I just don't think LSU could really compete right now. They just don't have the defense right now. Uh, Ole Miss may be a team you could have considered. But yeah, I think just I just think Georgia's better than Kentucky right now. Obviously, they just killed him in Florida. Doesn't look too good. Tennessee, and eh, well, they need to get things figured out with Joe Milton. So I think it's going to be another Georgia Alabama game. That'd be the easy pick, Dave. That'd be the easy pick. Georgia's obviously the best out of the East. There's no debating that. They killed Kentucky. Florida's not looking too hot. Missouri just dropped a game. Tennessee. Looks iffy. South Carolina looks um, less than ideal, you could say. But the real question is who's coming out of that West? You have Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss, all ranked teams. I think Ole Miss is going to get it done. Oh. I think Alabama. I think Alabama is going to get tripped up. They have to play. In a week, let's see what week is that. They got to play Tennessee. They have to play LSU, and then they have to play at Kentucky. They're going to get tripped up there. They're going to get tripped up in one of those three games. And then the Iron Bowl is going to sneak up on them, Dade. They're going to lose in the Iron Bowl. Ooh, Auburn's going to come out and hit them. It's, it's, uh, it's at Auburn. It's at Auburn. And I think Auburn is going to get them. And Ole Miss is going to sneak in. Ole Miss is going to run the table. They're going to lose to Georgia. I think they played Georgia week 10. They're going to play Georgia week 10. They're going to lose that week. But they're, that's, they're going to come through with only two losses, and they're going to get in. Wow. And then Georgia um, is going to kill them. Georgia is going to kill them. But they're going to get in. And that is my SEC title game. Dave. Let's move along to our college football playoff. Who's going to make our college football playoff, Dade? Um, so I got number one seed. I got Georgia versus number four, Penn State. And then for the two and three game, I got number two, Washington, playing number three, Florida State. Um, are we going to make our picks now, or do you want to say yours? I want you to make your picks right now. Okay, starting with Georgia and Penn State. This game just really feels like an odd game to me. Penn State has never been to college football playoff. And Georgia, obviously, we have a ton of experience there. I'm going to pick Georgia to, Georgia to win this game, and I think they will go to the natty. For the third straight time in a row, I will get my pick as soon as I get done with this Washington-Florida State game. Oh, This game is just so interesting. Both teams who who have been really on the brink of a coming away program in a couple of years. Florida State made it the first year uh, college football playoff was a thing. And then Washington, they've had some experience um, a couple of years ago, but didn't really compete. But I think Washington gets it done versus Florida State, goes to their first natty of the college football playoff era. And I got Georgia versus Washington in the natty. Okay. Hey, Dave. And then this was an extremely tough decision for me. George is the one seed. 
But now, who am I going to leave out? Oof. I'm going to put Florida State as the four. They're going to get Arizona four. And as the three, I'm going to give it to Oklahoma. No, Ooh. excuse me. The three is going to be Texas. Texas. Excuse me. It's going to be Texas because I picked Texas being them. You left Texas out, but I think Texas is going to get in. Oof. Oh, my goodness. This is tough. And the two, the two is going to be Oregon. There's not going to be a Big Ten team that gets in. Wow. I think everybody in the East is just going to be beating them, beating themselves up. And I don't think Michigan is better than Oregon. It's just for the first – I think this would be the first time in college football playoff history that a Big Ten team doesn't make it. But that's – if I want to do the best teams, I don't see a Big Ten team making it. And then Georgia is going to beat Florida State. I just don't think Florida State is just, you know, on that same level physically as Georgia is. And then I think – Oregon is going to beat Texas. And then Oregon's going to be your national champion. You heard it here. That, that, is, that is like a classic 2013 matchup. But <laughs> going back, going to my natty, Georgia versus Washington. Team, Listen, no team has three-peated for a reason. And I just don't think Georgia's going to have to repeat. I think Washington head-to-head has more talent, maybe not on the defensive side, but on the offensive side. And this Washington team is built to score points quickly, and this Georgia team is not built to do that. So I'm going to pick Washington to win the first ever national, ever national championship in the college football playoff era. Wow, Dade. We're both going Pac-12 then. I like it. I like it. Let's move to our Heisman rankings currently, right now. Would you like to start us off? I would love to start us off. So, this is interesting because, again, this is a year of no front runners. That is my biggest take of uh, halfway through the cultural playoff is everything's a toss-up right now. We're, we're not going to know. It's impossible to predict what's going to happen. Right now, if the season ended right now, I think you got to go Michael Penix. Just the way he's made Washington better as a football team, he is definitely one of the most valuable players in the country, if not the most valuable. Uh, he, and then you also got to look at his improvement over the years. You know, things didn't go as planned, and then it came over to Washington, and it's looking like an NFL prospect right now. So I got uh, Michael Penix at number one, and not far behind is Caleb Williams. I think there's a solid chance. Um, he wins it as well. Um, I think he, there's a good chance he goes back to back, but he struggled last week. Um, I just think if USC doesn't or USC doesn't win, I don't think I don't think Caleb Williams will win. So I got him at number two, but still room to make that uh, grab that versus Michael Penix, which is not that big right now. And then at three, I got Bo Nix. Listen, this man has found a home in Oregon. He has completely changed Oregon's offense. He has completely changed the whole dynamic there in Oregon. And three, I just want to mention three Pac-12 quarterbacks possibly could be in New York at the end of the year. And 
or at the beginning of the year at the Heisman voting or Heisman trophy um, ceremony. Yeah, he just looks so much more poised than he did at Auburn. He looks so good this year. And then number four, I got Dylan Gabriel, another guy who is much improved from his time, from his old times. And uh, he's changed Oklahoma's offense. He has changed Oklahoma's dynamic around uh, that program. And then finally, at number five, I got Jalen Daniels, which may spark some controversy, but he has done as much, if not more, than all of the guys in front of him. It's just his team has not been able to get it done. So it's obviously going to hold him back a little bit. But LSU was a great offense. Like, they're insane. And it all starts with Jalen Daniels. So that's what my Heisman rankings. Landon, let's hear what you got. Okay, I'm going to start at my five and then move up to my one. Okay, Dave. I want to actually start with somebody right on the outside, and that's Brock Bowers. If I hadn't extended, I think he'd have to be at six. Without Brock Bowers, Georgia is going to lose that game to Auburn. And Brock Bowers just looks like the best non-quarterback. I think right now he's better than Marvin Harrison. I think he's the best non-quarterback right now to win the Heisman. At least his chances, I think he's better right now than probably Blake Corum, Keon Coleman, Marvin Harrison Jr. That's probably the main non-quarterback favorites. Hopefully I'm not missing anybody. But just on the outside is Brock Bowers. But let's get to my five. My five is Drake May. He kind of he got off to a slow start. But last week, holy cow, I think he threw for 440 yards against a solid Syracuse team. I do not want to overlook what he's doing. His team's undefeated. And my pick was them going to the ACC championship game. And I really think that they can give Florida State a run for their money in that game. I think they're going to fall, though. My number four, I'm going to have Jordan Travis. Right now, I think, I don't know where his odds are necessarily at, but I have him at four because I think Florida State is just, they're going to make a college football playoff, and it's going to be because of him. Number three, going to be Caleb Williams. The only reason I have him at three, I know lots of people have him at one and two. I was really riding him hard for one. I'm going to call pause on that one. But I was on him hard. I, oof, I was predicting <laughs> that he was going to be good. I was predicting that he was going to be number one. But I think I have him at three right now. I have Bo Nix at two. We have the same top three. Three Pac-12 quarterbacks are going to be in New York for that ceremony. But I also have the same winner, Michael Penix. So Michael Penix one, Bo Nix two, Caleb Williams three, Jordan Travis four, and Drake May at my five. Dave, right before we wrap it up here, give me a pick or maybe two that can be a sleeper for the second half of the season. Just a team or maybe a player, not necessarily a title contender, but a team that you think could really blossom in the second half of the year. Yeah, I got a handful of teams that can blossom, but my number one team that we all need to watch out for right now is Air Force. I'm not sure. I don't think they got ranked this year, but I know there's a ton of votes for them. Uh, I just don't know why no one's talking about them as being the top group of five team. 
that Mountain West, Mountain West could possibly have a nice battle with Wyoming Air Force and Fresno State to get that spot in a group of five uh, New York New York Six Bowl game. Um, so this Air Force obviously runs a triple option, but their defense is stout. They're not going to let anyone put up big points. And I just think you need to pay attention to this team because they could give a power five team, if they end up getting a big in a big bowl game, they could give them some troubles. So watch for that team. And then I got Arkansas. You know, this team with KJ Jefferson has had a big letdown this season. You got a few for them. Have lost a few close games. And they're just in a gauntlet of schedule in the SEC, just like most bottom feeders feeder teams are. I just think this team is they get their schedule gets significantly easier after this week. I believe they play Alabama. So after this week after Alabama, their schedule gets super easy. I think KJ Jefferson, he's a veteran out there, he's gonna get the job done in Arkansas and I think they're gonna end up making a bowl game. And then my final final sleeper is the LSU defense. I think LSU's defense is gonna get it together and I think they're gonna win pretty much the rest of their games. Uh they might drop one here and there, but I think they're going to get things figured out. They found they found something a little bit at the end of that Ole Miss game, so hopefully they can bring it back. I really do like Air Force, like you said. I believe they play Wyoming next week. I mean this week, actually. They play Wyoming this week, which could be a really, really good game um, on the slate. That's a game to keep your eye on. My first pick click is West Virginia, the Mountaineers. Right now they're 4-1. and one. Their only loss was at Penn State in the very first game of the year. But as I look at their schedule, let me just read it to you. Houston, Oklahoma State, UCF, BYU, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Baylor. They could run this table minus Oklahoma. They could get out of the season with a 10-2 and two record, which would be incredible. So – Wow, I'm just they, West Virginia. If Texas slips up one more time, they could just find themselves walking into the Big Twelve championship game. So West Virginia is my first pick to click. I don't think they're going to get there, but I think they could very well finish this season ten and two or nine and three, which might surprise a lot of people. And then my second pick to click. I already hinted at this earlier, but I really like Oregon State. I really like what DJ Uyangale. And their offense is doing right now. They're really clicking, and I think that's going to keep that's going to translate, and that's going to help them find themselves in the Pac-12 championship game, where I think they are ultimately going to lose to Oregon. But I like them to make the championship game over teams like Washington and USC. So those are my two picks to click the rest of the season. Dave, is there anything else you would like to say before we sign off? Uh, yeah, I really agree. I agree with the West Virginia take. I also had them as a team that I probably could have said uh, added to my pick to click, but uh, great mind thing. So great minds think alike. So yeah, well, that's all for us today. This these were our halfway through the year picks and predictions. Thank you guys for listening all the way to the end if you're here right now. And we'll see you guys soon. See you later. Peace.